0: In today's show, I'm going to be breaking down Natalie Brunel's $150,000 price target, along with the time frame when she believes it will hit this price, as well as what she discussed when she met the El Salvadoran president, Nayib Bokele. We'll also be discussing the latest technical analysis, as well as breaking news, House Financial Services Committee passes a bill protecting the right to self-custody your Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, as well as breaking news, El Salvador's new $1 billion Bitcoin mining startup to create its very own mine. Quoting them here, This initiative will boost our integration into the Bitcoin network. We'll also be discussing a sad story, missing crypto millionaire found dismembered in a suitcase with his limbs and head detached from his body. We'll also be discussing Mike Novogratz advises investors to buy Bitcoin as federal interest payments continue to skyrocket. Also breaking news, Grayscale urges the SEC to approve all Bitcoin ETFs simultaneously as the Bitcoin game theory continues in full effect. We'll also be discussing the latest from arc Investors, kathy wood she says bitcoin 60 percent rally as u.s banks collapse proves that bitcoin will usher in a money revolution we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show <laughs> Hey, what's good crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone. This is pod episode number 1355. I'm your fearless leader, JV, and today is July 28th, 2023. Naturally, we have lots of to discuss so let's kick off today's show by checking out this market watch. As you can see, Bitcoin and a lot of the major cryptos back in the green. Let's go. Bitcoin up a half a percent for the day, trading above twenty-nine thousand three hundred dollars. Ether also up, trading just under nineteen hundred dollars. A couple of the ones correcting are currently XRP and Polkadot. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. The current crypto market cap sits at 1.18 trillion with 25 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the Bitcoin dominance just above 48.1% with the Ether dominance at 19.1%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Bone up 8% trading at $1.41, followed by Shiba Inu up 7%. And isn't it interesting that Bone is leading the pack right above Shiba? You can't make this stuff up. We also have ICP up almost 6% trading above $4.33. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, ACA Green. It's about time. Only a handful in the red. Red with some of the top gainers being Hex. We have uh, Sheep, We got Quant. We got Casper and ICP. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. We're currently rated a 52, which is neutral. Yesterday was a 51. Last week, a 50. And last month, a 62 in greed. So there you have it. Welcome, everyone. Just joining us. Make sure to say hello and let us know where you're tuning in from in the live chat. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud. Now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts and what is popping with the king btc check it bitcoin stayed range bound at the july 28 wall street open despite further u.s inflation data beating the expectations as we can see here in the bitcoin one hour candle chart data from coin telegraph and trading view showed bitcoin price action getting only a modest boost from the personal cp index print this came in below estimates hinting that u.s inflation was continuing to subside and copying other data prints from the week as game of trades points out here breaking usb PCE price index comes in below expectations. We expected 3.1%. We only got 3%. (laughs) Hilarious, right? Inflation continues to wane as per this metric. And quoting the Kabisi letter, PCE inflation is now at its lowest since April of 2021. The Fed may finally have inflation under control. Yeah, sure. As they say, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. And much like the July 26th Fed interest rate hike and July 27th US quarter two GDP estimate, Bitcoin refused to turn on volatility. Sticking between 29 and 29.5. That's right, 29 uh, support has been holding strong. Bitcoin stays below the bull's resistance target. According to crypto trader Crypto Tony, he shares, I expect continuation down to $28,000 in time. But for sure, we could range here for a little while before we drop. And quoting Dan Crypto Trades, he says, with Bitcoin rejecting from the previous range, I think it makes sense to prepare for 28,000 lows and validation upon retaking 29.5. But there seems to be a lot of supply at that level, and a little spot bid to bring it up. Likely a choppy road on the way. And Mikalvan Apop de shares deviation, hashtag Bitcoin. And also additionally queried uh whether the weekend, with its thinner liquidity and more options for volatile movement, could produce a classic comeback. So there you have it. Let me know if you are currently more bullish or bearish on the King Crypto. Major news just in. Let's touch upon this. The House Financial Services Committee passes a bill protecting the right to self custody your bitcoin and crypto pretty good stuff. This is definitely positive news as broken down right here. It's the Keep Your Coins Act of 2023. Bring it. Also, other breaking news coming out of El Salvador with their new billion dollar Bitcoin mining startup to create its very own mining pool, quoting them here. This initiative will boost our integration into the Bitcoin network. Send it and let's freaking go. Now for a sad story. I typically don't cover stories like this on the show, but I think it's relevant and I think we need to discuss it because there's a lot of crap happening for some reason to crypto millionaires being discovered dead. And this is alarming uh, to say the least. And then we'll get into why you should be buying Bitcoin right now and what would happen if all the ETFs get approved by the SEC simultaneously as per Grayscale's request, as well as the latest updates from Kathy Wood of ARK Invest, followed by Natalie Brunel's $150,000 price prediction. Then we'll end the show with our live Q&A as we do every day. So here we go. Missing crypto millionaire and Instagram influencer based in Argentina turned up dead with police suspecting the murder after he was found dismembered in a suitcase, meaning his body parts were all chopped up. In fact, I believe his head was found in a backpack. According to several local media reports, the crypto trader, his name was Fernando, Algaba was reported missing July 18th when he failed to return the keys to a rented apartment or answer his phone. His remains were found less than a week later, July 23rd, by a group of children in a town in Ingeniro, Bouge, a province of the Argentine a capital. This is the influencer here. May he rest in peace. The suitcase contained amputated legs and forearms. Authorities discovered a torso on July 24th after draining the stream where the suitcase was found and even a head was found in the backpack a day later on July 25th analysis of fingerprints and tattoos identified the body as the missing millionaire and an autopsy suggested he was shot 3 times before he was uh dismembered and why this is so relevant is because of this in late 2020 or 2022 a spate of mysterious and sudden deaths of crypto billionaires caused wild theories across the community check this out between October and December of 2022 that's right makerdao co-founder Nikolai crypto Broker Javier and Amber Group co founder Tian Tian, Russian crypto billionaire Taran, and major BitThumb shareholder Mark Poe all suffered seemingly untimely deaths. Now, is this a coincidence? Is this a conspiracy? What are your honest thoughts? What do you think is going on in this crazy crypto world? Let me know your honest thoughts uh, in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss the latest from Mike Novogratz and his recommendation regarding Bitcoin. According to the market analyst Joe Consorti, U.S. government is now paying $970 billion per year in interest payments. That's insane. Up to $41 billion just from quarter two. That's the highest interest expense of all time by a wide margin with annual payments only reaching 600 billion dollars as recently of quarter one of last year. Now, he expects interest costs to reach $1 trillion soon, which is over 20% of the government's $4.7 trillion federal tax revenue, according to the U.S. debt clock. Now, as tax recipients continue to lag sovereign debt growth, interest payments will increasingly be funded with revenue from more debt insurance. He wrote, get it now. And even Mike Novogratz retweeted it and said, buy BTC, another great reason to be stacking them sats. Now, interest costs began to surge after the Fed began its monetary tightening cycle, which it raised the benchmark rate from a quarter percent to five and a quarter percent, also continue to sell treasury debt and agency mortgage-backed securities, driving up the rates for short-term T-bills. And such rate hikes make it more difficult for the government to roll over its previously issued debt as new loans force it to pay out buyers at the highest interest rate. And in June, the St. Louis uh, Fed published an essay stating that while interest payments are large in absolute terms, they're still relatively small against the size of the U.S. economy, quoting them here. However, the longer interest rates stay high, more and more of the fixed rate marketable portion of the U.S. debt will be rolled over at higher rates, continuing to cause interest payments by the government to become a larger and larger portion of the budget. The bank's analysis uh added. Now, Bitcoin, we know, rose from 19 to 30,000 in March when the Fed bailed out depositors at Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, while also adding another $300 billion in assets to back their balance sheet. Now, Mike Novogratz correctly predicted the pump at the time. He called Bitcoin a report card on fiscal stewardship earlier this month in response to the fast depreciating Turkish lira reaching an all-time high in Bitcoin terms. And Coinbase CTO Balaji repeatedly argued this year that mounting debt. Across all sectors of the economy can cause the government to print trillions, which will ultimately boost the Bitcoin price. In fact, his initial prediction was what one million dollars per BTC within ninety days. Now, obviously, that didn't come to fruition, but nonetheless, things couldn't be more bullish for Bitcoin right now. That's my two satoshis, but let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. Now for the latest from a Grayscale, encouraging the SEC to approve all the spot Bitcoin ETFs in the United States simultaneously, could you imagine that what that would do for the Bitcoin price? Well, let's discuss it, uh, shall we? Crypto fund manager Grayscale is urging the SEC to approve all proposed spot Bitcoin ETFs at the same time to avoid one having an advantage. I like that idea. What about you? July 27th, post by Grayscale, a chief legal officer said Grayscale's legal team submitted a letter regarding eight spot Bitcoin ETF filings, including its own, arguing the SEC shouldn't pick winners and losers and instead should make a fair and orderly decision. Sounds fair to me. The letter claimed the SEC could approve the spot ETFs based on its approval for the Bitcoin futures ETFs, saying that two fund types are inextricably linked. Grayscale added recent surveillances sharing agreements between Coinbase and the spot ETF providers are not a new idea, they claim, that they would not meet the SEC uh, standards. And as Grayscale tweeted here, the SEC should approve spot Bitcoin ETFs to trade in the United States. What's more, their previous approval of Bitcoin future ETFs shows they already in a position to do so. Hmm. Very interesting. Now ETF filings also from Invesco, BlackRock, Valkyrie, VanEck, Wisdom, Fidelity, and ARK Invest are recently updated to include SSAs with Coinbase as well, which was a requirement. Coinbase would share information on its trading books and other info. So the SEC can monitor any possible market manipulation or irregular trading activity. So it seems that Coinbase is a lock you know what I mean? When it comes to these ETFs. And in late June, the SEC pushed back on the ETFs due to there being no SSAs, saying they were needed due to what it claimed was potential for crypto markets to be manipulated. Now Grayscale claimed, however, that the SSAs would neither satisfy nor be necessary under the SEC standards as Coinbase isn't registered with the SEC as a securities exchange or broker dealer. And even more interestingly, there is an ongoing lawsuit against the SEC and no Clarity Gary. You can't. Make this stuff up. And for more insights here, check the show notes below the video in the description and watch this video why a Bitcoin ETF approval would be a big deal with Natalie Natalie Brunel. And with that being shared, fam, now for the latest from ARK Invest Fearless Leader, Kathy Wood. Shout out to Kathy Wood. As you know, her bullish price prediction by the year 2030 is roughly 1.5 million, 1.48 to be exact. I like to round up a bit. She says that the base case is virtually a million and the bearish case would. would be like, what, 640,000 somewhere in that ballpark. Here's the latest she had to share in a recent, uh, interview with Baron Woods. She spells out three reasons why she remains bullish on digital assets. According to Wood, the King crypto soared 60% from the 19,000 to 30,000 range when some U.S. regional banks collapsed earlier this year because investors chose Bitcoin as a safe store of value for their wealth. She says that investors using Bitcoin as a store of value will likely accelerate, quoting Kathy Woods. See, uh, three revolutions take place because of crypto. Bitcoin will dominate the first one, which is the money revolution. The biggest proof is that when regional bank stocks were falling apart earlier in the year, Bitcoin went from 19 to 30,000. That was a flight to safety, and we expect it to accelerate. Decentralized monetary standard we have today is an abbreviation. We could be going back to the future before the Fed Reserve exited under a digital rules based monetary system with no government oversight, which says that the other two reasons for her bullishness are the potential for DeFi and digital property rights, such as NFTs or real estate in the metaverse. Quoting her again, the second revolution is in financial services or the so-called DeFi, decentralized finance, with uh, Ethereum based which would be Ethereum based there are a number of infrastructure providers out there and it's the survival of the fittest and I am excited to see who wins the third is digital property rights or what many call NFT or the metaverse people already buying real estate in virtual worlds our young research associates come into the office wearing jeans and t-shirts with no logos but they are getting their status in the virtual world Would also weighs in on Coinbase coin one of ARK's holdings she predicts that the US crypto exchange will ultimately come out on top. Despite the recent SEC lawsuit filed back in June against the exchange for allegedly selling unregistered securities, Wood believes the courts will determine the SEC if they're overstepping its authority and that the U.S. Congress will pass crypto favorable legislation, as she shares here. Meanwhile, the legislative Little branch has awakened to the fact crypto is a new asset class and we might need new legislatures to give the regulators some guidance those two branches of government have given us great confidence that coinbase will come out of this a winner many coinbase competitors either have entered the u.s or moved out because of our regulatory system coinbase has stayed to flight we think they'll be rewarded accordingly so there you have it let me know if you agree or disagree with arc invest kathy wood and her predictions on those three reasons why she is so uber bullish right now. And now for our main story of the day, that's Natalie Brunel's 150000 price prediction, along with what she had to share when she got to meet the president of El Salvador, Nayib Bokele, last year. So uh let's break this down, shall we? So here's what she had to share. It was very formal. There were guards outside of his office. What is funny is it felt very formal outside of his actual office. But then when you walk in, he is very warm, very gracious, and very humble. Shout out to Najee Bukele. Brunel was blown away by Bukele's knowledge of Bitcoin, quoting her here. He was very educated and well-read on the topic of Bitcoin and economic theory, and he seemed to genuinely want positive change for his country through expanding monetary freedom. Now, Brunel, who is also the host of The Hard Money Show, as well as coin stories and awesome podcasts. I encourage you to check it out. She talks a uh, unconventional approach to get to the meeting, relying on the power of means, suggesting Bitcoiners will end up working at McDonald's every time the price goes down. So she put out a call on Twitter asking which McDonald's she can find. Bukele at and Bukele actually responded. See, she wrote, "Is that a yes or to the volcano? Both." But the shake machine is broken down, so it's good to see that Bukele also has a sense of humor. And despite her best efforts, Brunel's attempt to contact Ark investors Kathy Wood using the same method proved to be unsuccessful. Uh, back in June but let's actually get to this target surrounding $150,000. I'm going to keep scrolling down. And yeah, she has a lot of interactions with Elon Musk as well. And y'all have probably seen her on Fox or uh on TV. So anyways, Brunel predicts Bitcoin will face a lot of headwinds over the next six to 12 months, but believes it will hit six figures and a new all-time high within the next 24 months. Now, keep in mind, this was a prediction she made, as you can see on your screen, December 13th, 2021. So 24, 24- months would be December of this year in 2023. So here's what she shared back then. My oversimplified prediction about the next 12 to 24 months, Bitcoin hits $150,000 plus per coin. Inflation runs so hot, the Fed has to take action. Deflationary bust occurs. Everything crashes. Bitcoin draws back to around that 75,000 mark. The Fed steps in with money printing like we have never seen. Then hyper Bitcoinization ensues. Send it and let's fricking go. And while many cannot wait for the return of the bull market, Brunel finds herself in a slightly different boat. Here's what she had to share more recently. I don't want Bitcoin to hit an all-time high anytime soon because I didn't start stacking until 2017, and I always want to stack more. How many Bitcoiners can relate? Let me know in the comments below. She tweeted back then, this ETF news is exciting, and this was the ETF news back in 01, uh, 2021. It's exciting for mainstream adoption, but let's all encourage the people to buy Bitcoin directly and learn how to self-custody. Amen reach. And what is different this time is the entities applying for the ETFs are not crypto native companies. So keep that in mind here in 2023, but rather respected institutions like the largest asset manager in the world, which is BlackRock controlling over $10 in assets under management, as well as Fidelity that are deeply ingrained into the traditional financial system. This could create a major on-ramp for institutions and retail investors, allowing them to easily gain exposure into Bitcoin. Touche. So there you have it it come in directly from her. And could you imagine if Grayscale's recommendation to the SEC came true and they approved all of these major ETFs at the same time? Talk about Bitcoin game theory in full effect. That can send the Bitcoin price action to a new stratosphere because you got to consider the Bitcoin market cap right now is nothing on the grand scheme of things. It's roughly $600 billion. The total addressable market is roughly eight hundred trillion dollars. So if only 1% of those asset managers allocated into Bitcoin, we're talking about a substantial price increase like you couldn't even imagine sending Bitcoin to the new stratosphere. But what are your thoughts uh, surrounding her prediction? Do you think it could still come true this year that we hit 150000 by December? Wouldn't that be a merry, merry Christmas? Also, I got to point out, as I covered in the previous show, we have Fundstrat, uh Tom Lee of Funstrat, predicting that we hit a range between one hundred dollars and $180,000 per Bitcoin between now and the next nine months before the next halving scheduled to be sometime in April of 2024. Let me know if you agree or disagree. And don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.